0: Listening to the "It's Funny That Makes It Okay" podcast, we talk about and/or make fun of music, pop culture, current events, relationships, whatever happens to pop into our heads. So, from the "It's Funny" studios, deep in the heart of God's country, here's the show. Welcome back, or welcome. I am Doug. I am Greg, and this is Mike. And this is "It's Funny That Makes It Okay." That's right. The st- first of february it's hard to believe we've got one month down yes and i'm always happy to get january behind us yes closer to spring my least favorite month of the year yep yep it's just kind of a dead month with a lot of stuff uh not really going on
1: in it fortunately it's been pretty mild it has
0: it has been pretty mild now they forecasted a lot of really
1: bad crappy weather (laughs) that never happened never (laughs) happened so that's good yeah take that when that happens
0: (laughs) yeah so uh yeah so tonight we, we got a lot we're gonna try to fit 15 pounds of crap in a 10 pound bag <laughs> that's right so we got a uh, a bet you can't rant" segment Well, oh, i got a gripe too oh greg's gripe we'll start yeah. with greg's gripe and then we got bet you can't rant and uh we're gonna talk about uh childhood dangers or growing up uh things that you you might have been told either or either true or false to to be wary of yes and then we have uh we're going out to oklahoma we got a kind of, kind of an update from something from last week, but, uh, about Bigfoot. Um, we're going to learn about a poor pigeon. Uh, we have some alien news, which That's we right. teased from last week that got pushed to this week. Uh, yeah. We'll a, have to
2: see if we can get through all these.
0: A scientist who has dedicated his life to a particular dinosaur's part of anatomy, not the whole dinosaur, just this one part. And he's way too excited about it. Yeah. And then a uh, cautionary tale to kind of end that up from uh, Malawi. So, there we go.
2: There we go. Well, let's jump right in. What's your gripe? All right. We'll see what you guys think of my gripe this week. We had Cinderella last week. Oh, boy, that's so, right. We got hot news. So who, what
0: What are you taking? Is it uh, Pinocchio? What are you doing here?
2: Nope. Completely different. Completely off that. Uh, it'll actually tie in with a story you're going to talk about later. One of okay. those new stories you were talking about. So I'm at work uh, yesterday. And my friend Dan walks up to my desk. So this is going to be a nerdy gripe. So you know if it starts with Dan, it's nerdy. <clears throat> so I, he walks up to my desk, and I don't remember how we got on the topic, but it I might have been, you know, he said something about his granddaughter playing with toys, and he but he mentioned dinosaurs. And he said, you know, like a Tyrannosaurus Rex. And I said, yeah, or a Brontosaurus. And he goes, oh, but they're not called Brontosaurus anymore. And I, I'm like, What? I'm like, how can they not be, they've been brontosauruses since I was a child. I mean, they've, that's what we've always called them. What do you, I mean, what do you call them? I mean, were you aware that brontosaurus? They don't call them brontosaurus. No. So my gripe then is going to be with science and scientists because I guess we're wrong. There's no, no brontosaurus. So somebody lied to us, you know, going up through grade school. They're actually called a, Apatosaurus or Apatosaurus, APATOSAURUS. So real quick, it says the Brontosaurus excelsus was named in 1879 by Nathaniel Charles Marsh based on a rather good specimen. Unfortunately, two years earlier, he had named a much, some much scrappier remains, which I don't know what scrappier remains are. uh, are, Were they literally scraps or were they like some really scrappy remains I don't I don't know what that means but with a less resonant name called the Apatosaurus Ajax okay so this guy had discovered a couple of different dinosaurs okay but in 1903 Elmer Riggs re-examination of Marsh's specimens led him to conclude that they represented the same genus meaning the names were synonyms in such case and this is a great organization the International Commission on Zoological Nomenclature (laughs) I think Doug wants to be on that uh, committee.
0: Yeah, their swimsuit issue of that magazine is fantastic. (laughs) I'll
2: bet. (laughs) It mandates that the oldest name has priority. So that means that the Apatosaurus, which means deceptive lizard, wins out over the much more resonant Brontosaurus, which means thunder lizard. So why did we continue to talk about them being sources all the time? Well, it says the paper in which Riggs established the synonymy was published in the – you didn't know you were going to learn something tonight, did you? So anyways, it was published in the Geological Series of Field Columbia – Columbian Museum paper, a relatively obscure journal. Yeah, I'll bet. <laughs> So the findings were not as widely known as they should have been. Also, the sexier invalid name (laughs) received a lot more public exposure from non-scientific sources. For example, the Sinclair Oil Company used a Brontosaurus as its logo for many years. I remember seeing those when you drive, you know, down south. Especially, you'd see the. And more
0: importantly, Fred Fred Flintstone Mm -hmm. ate the Brontosaurus burgers.
2: Well, it wouldn't have been a Brontosaurus burger. It would have been a Apatosaurus burger. Um. So, so the world continued using brontosaurus. So, all these years, I thought, brontosaurus. Okay, I don't,
0: I don't mean to crap all over your point, but just a second, I just typed that in just to, to see, and the very first article I come up to is, the brontosaurus is back, decades after science- You didn't let me decided, finish!
2: <laughs> oh, I'm sorry! <laughs> now my gripe is Doug not let me finish my gripe. <laughs> what? <laughs> He's you, Googling my gripe while I'm griping. You and then you, you <laughs>
0: said you, I thought you were done. No. Continuity. You said you're
2: all right. Because I said then my next thing was no. That's oh, not where it I ends hear though. I didn't say that.
0: I didn't hear you say that.
2: Yes, scientists from, from the UK and Portugal submitted the evidence for resurrecting the Brontosaurus. So in like 2015, they reestablished that it is the Brontosaurus again. So ah. so now I can go to Dan and say Dan, Smack him. You were wrong, Just I am right. Smack
0: the crap out of him. <laughs> Just
2: bam, right in the head. That's for the brontosaurus. So so my gripe then <clears throat> so at first my gripe was that I'd been steered wrong all these years, which in the original article in two thousand four when I would well, I was I would have been out of school by then. They were two thousand four? Called- <laughs> you were out of school? Yeah. <laughs> And they were still calling it Brontosaurus wrongly. Just graduated eighth grade. (laughs) They were still calling it wrongly at that time. So just until 2015, they start calling it Brontosaurus again. So it kind of reminds me of like Pluto. (laughs) Oh, it is a planet. It's not a planet. That still makes me mad, Pluto. Why? Pluto is a planet
0: in my world.
2: Right. So scientists, you're my gripe tonight. There.
0: That's it. Yeah, I can't believe scientists are ever wrong.
2: I know.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, Don't wear a mask. Wear a mask. Wear two masks. Wear three masks. Don't wear a mask. Masks will kill you.
2: <laughs> well, I like it here because it said these guys, they submitted evidence for resurrecting Brontosaurus in a study almost 300 pages long.
0: <laughs> this is going to tie into a couple of, of things I've got coming up. So,
2: yeah. Interesting. Yeah. It said the differences we found between the brontosaurus and the apatosaurus were at least as numerous as the ones between other closely related genera and much more than you would normally find between species. These guys got a lot of time on their hands, too. <laughs> she blinded me with science. <laughs> yeah. And some good grants. <laughs> So,
0: all right, that's it. I didn't I got- mean to. I didn't mean to jump on. I thought you had stopped. You, you, you took the dramatic pause. I thought you were done. I uh, thought you were done. you stepped in my pause. <laughs> I did not mean to. <laughs> all right, let's move on to bet you can't rant. And I think I'm the unlucky one that gets to go first. So I'll let Mike.
2: See, you can't Google my gripes while I'm griping because that that, that takes away the mystery of them. Well, I was just <laughs> I was typing in brontosaurus just to
0: see, and, and uh, brontosaurus is a cool name anyway. Yes, meaning thunder lizard. Thunder I lizard. I mean that that is one of the coolest names. Yeah, not there deceptive is. lizard. No, deceptive lizard. That sucks. <laughs> All um, right, we want to keep it. Not I am mad about this whole thing. <laughs> yes. Thunder <laughs> I, lizard. I'm
2: triggered by
0: dinosaurs. Yeah.
2: <laughs> The Thunder Lizard is just cool. Well,
0: yeah. yeah, Brontosaurus was one of the coolest dinosaurs out there. Well, I know when I said okay, the T-Rex, when I said
2: to Dan Brontosaurus, and he goes, "No, they're not. They're not called that." I was like, "What?" Oh. It's like, "No, you can't." Yeah. Well, now, now the podcast
0: so coming re- after Dan. Yeah. We've taken on the big boys, Dan, too. We've taken on Disney, <laughs> McDonald's, Scientist Walmart, now, and Dan. <laughs> Scientist, Dan. <laughs> <laughs>
2: All right, that's that's my. All right,
0: so what, what is it I got to try to gripe about here?
1: All right. Doug's going to kick us off griping about.
2: Dinosaurs. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: wish. <laughs> the Super 8 Hotel chain submitted Ooh. by my wife, Courtney. <laughs> what was she observing then? Super hmm, 8 Probably hotel. a notepad from a Super 8 Hotel. Or a commercial. Or a commercial, yeah. Super 8 Hotel. Oh, let yeah. me Google that real quick. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, well, first off, the Super 8, you had the commercials way back. Tom Beaudet. Yep. Woley, was that Motel 6? uh Oh,
1: that's Motel Six.
0: That's Motel Six. Not leave the ooh, light. I was going down eight. the road, and now I
1: should have let you do it. You should have, yeah. and then you just said, mm.
0: <laughs> "See," but I caught myself because as soon as I said, "I'm Tom Bodet, and you can leave the light, and I thought, "Oh wait, that yeah. was Motel 6. You knew. All right, so you got the Super Eight Motel. Uh First off, when I see that, where did the eight come from? Is that like their eighth try? They only have, they have more than eight, so why are we even having eight? And A little bit of super. S- well, it's, I was going to say second, if you've ever stayed at, there's nothing super <laughs> about it except that it's maybe super crappy or super scary. I might get murdered out in the parking lot and my body dumped into the ice bin and I'll never be found again.
2: <laughs> I do wonder where the super eight came from. The super eight. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, there's, there's nothing. There's, All right. there's, Keep nothing, ranting. there's nothing super about it. So that, that's kind of where I'm heading here is the, the, the super and, uh, and I'm just not a big fan of eight. I don't know. Uh, unless, have you ever unless stayed, stayed at one? Time. I have, years and years ago. Now I try not to stay yeah. at that. I try to stay at not not that I'm wealthy by any means, but <laughs> I try to stay a little nicer than that. We try to go to like In my a three travels. Star. I like to. That's <laughs> you know, like a that's like a two one and a half star. I try to go to at least a three star. Yeah. And basically, it's not even that the the crappiness of the hotel it's more the clientele i you know i try to like where is the least you know i don't want to take a shiv in the back when i'm get reaching into my trunk to get my luggage out or something so <laughs> hide, you know carjacked or whatever and uh, a lot of our stories usually originate at the super 8 you know where you know the couple is uh, getting <laughs> into some kind of a domestic or their uh, romantic escapade went askew, and it's usually at the Super 8, either starts or ends there. Yeah. <laughs> so I try to stay away from those. So that's my Super 8 gripe. Good. What's a
1: hotel? I, it's <laughs> been so long, I don't even know what a hotel is. Yeah, like. what is it? I what believe it's a hotel? place you go to pay and to, to sleep. Oh, like on a vacation or something? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh. My dad had a problem paying for any kind of hotels. We would say it's really cheap ones because he's like, you're just paying to sleep. I'm not paying for a bunch of fancy stuff. It's like, no, I'm paying so I don't have to deal with a bunch of weirdos. See, I don't think we stayed. I don't offense anybody that loves the Super 8. I don't know if you have big Super 8 fans. But- you might. They're <laughs> super
2: fans. See, I don't think we ever stayed at hotels. We stayed at motels. <laughs> well, we probably did back in the day
0: where you just pull your car up to your room and get out and walk in. Yeah. My was, dad
2: probably tried to find the Super Seven, the super,
0: <laughs> super Eight. Yeah. So that's my that's my rant. All right, three I give stars. you
2: you give him three, three stars. stars. I was going to give him uh, three member rewards. Oh, nice! Oh, yeah, to the Super Eight.
0: Yeah, <laughs> of course. How many do I need to actually get a free room? Two million <laughs> 2, five hundred sixty-two thousand. No, you only need two. <laughs> oh, I don't want. Some so you got room. a free room? I don't want a and, free room.
2: <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, Mike is next, right? Yep, Mike's Did next. I read Mike's. You right. read Mike's. We are counter or we're clockwise, right? <laughs> we are clockwise. <laughs> yes. Yes. All right, Mike. This is submitted by <clears throat> Chris Llewellyn. You have to gripe about bubbles.
1: Bubbles. In a, con- in a context or bubbles in general.
2: Bubbles. <laughs> okay.
0: And I know is that somebody's name. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Is this a pet? Like a fish? I guess it's
2: bubbles you get to pick. Bubbles.
1: Um, All right, we'll take bubbles. Duncan, Um, call Chris
2: and uh, clarify.
1: (laughs) (laughs) What did you mean? Bubbles. Okay, well, as a child, the first gripe I have about bubbles is whenever you try to blow bubbles, one, they either flunk out on you, you get the uh, defunct wand, that would never work right. Or if you got the little soap thing into your eye, oh, that hurt. Yes. (laughs) So bubbles do hurt. The blowback. Would kill your eye. Anyway, that's a kid gripe. Now, moving on a little bit later. Bubbles in another context. Let's I like that Mike
2: and gripe about bubbles throughout the
1: decades. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. We'll have to see if I can. Hold on. Back in the 60s. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, let's see. Um, so you said more recently. Bubbles. Oh, yeah. I'm trying to think. Because if I was a kid, those might pass, but I think I need something a little bit more recent than that. Um,. Bubbles. Bubbles, bubbles. Okay, well, how about this? You're filling up your soft bath drink. Oh. No. Oh, well, sometimes. Yeah. It's been a long time since i have taking a bubble bath, but I'm sure at the Super 8, they've got some nice bubble bath setups for you. Oh, it's very
0: relaxing. Oh,
1: yes. You're going to fill up your drink, your soft drink. Yep. Polar Pop, what have you. The fizz, the bubbles, you got to wait like 30 seconds before you can fill up your drink even more, because... You got to do the first round, the fizz, the bubbles come up. You got to wait. Got to let them go down. You got to let them go down. Yep. Not a big, I mean, it's it's an inconvenience, let's be honest. Then you got to do it a little bit more, wait for those bubbles to go down. That's some annoyance in bubbles. <laughs> 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 I, I don't know. This one's kind of a yeah, it's kind, kind of of a hard weird that's one. That's a hard one.
0: How about when you're a kid and you're blowing bubbles and you get done, and your hand is like stuck. So everything <laughs> is sticky. Yeah. Everything is disgusting. That's a good, that's a good point, too. Yeah. yeah. And how many times did you, you're out there and you've like blown like, two or three things of bubbles and you go to put your wand back in and it just knocks it over and dumps them all on. <laughs> oh yeah yeah <laughs> it just goes all over the driveway you're done your bubbles we, are done
1: uh, we had like the 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 wands where you're supposed to be able to like dip it in a bucket and then you're supposed to be able to, like, bucket, and to, be able to run around and get oh really see we didn't really have cool anything bubbles. fancy like that we just had the regular little <laughs> the little one with the the circle the circle that's right because they'd never work oh well, always, I don't feel bad. they always would disappoint or the little bubble guns that they're supposed to shoot out a stream of bubbles, and they give you one or two, maybe. Yeah. Again, like, we had um, none. Of, we just had bubbles. Yeah. It's bubbles. So, as far as and we
0: so- were happy to have them. Yeah, you were lucky to. <laughs> and have we them. were very blessed to have those bubbles.
2: As far as soda goes, have you ever tried the diet root beer at Culver's? No. It, it's like you go. Put a little 60% bit in there. It's, in like, it's like you put a little bit of soda, and it's all—it's full of bubbles. Yeah. It looks like it's overflowing. Although we have learned a little secret, and you're gonna think this is disgusting, but if you put your finger in the bubble, yeah, they will go down. <laughs> it's very weird. You just—I don't want to put my finger. Touch in the, in the bubbles. Bubble, touch them.
0: Ever. Touch them. <laughs> <laughs> Never want to finger the bubble. I'm
2: telling you right now. If you touch them, they'll go down quickly. Well, I, I bet. They, <laughs> I bet they will.
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs> That All is? right. I've got nothing else on Bubbles. I'll forgot, give you two so. pops. I'm going to
0: give you a giant wand and two little ones. <laughs> <laughs> two of the little ones. So, oh, yeah. So, there you go. Those you are more do, reliable. You can do a giant bubble with two smaller bubbles. <laughs> All right. He could All be right. the
2: bubble boy. He could be the bubble
0: boy. <laughs> yeah. But, well, he's obviously not the bubble girl. <laughs>
2: All oh. right. This is also from Chris Llewellyn. Wow. And it's Kites. Kites. we just had bubbles with toy he must like toys yeah um oh oh, sorry sorry about that i don't think i know chris chris Llewellyn. yes he's in our small group oh okay well thank you chris um kites well kites should be pretty easy to gripe about first off you go to put them together you got to have an engineering degree (laughs) to get the stupid kite together um then it's the question of, do you put the tail on or not put the tail on? And do you put the tail on that's eight miles long or do you put the little short bow tie tail that's, you know, six inches long? So you gotta make all these decisions and it's a, it's a toy. And if if it's plastic sticks, sometimes you end up tearing the kite. If it's wooden sticks, the sticks break. So For a little
0: background, this isn't being mean, but your family struggles with making decisions. <laughs> I don't mean like, I mean like, you, right, your sister, I agree with that. a lot of your brothers. agree with that. Yeah, so so decisions decisions kind of ramp things up. Like
2: <laughs> I don't know what to do. So once we made the decision, okay, we decided we're going to. The go, winds go, quit. Oh, yeah. Right. Well, yeah. There's no wind. You go out there. There's no wind tomorrow. The um, next day,
1: different
2: yeah. weather. So you run around in a field pulling this kite, and usually the the top part that's supposed to go up is pointed at the ground, going pop 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 along the ground as you pull it across the field. <laughs> Once you finally do get it in the air, then a strong wind comes up and it goes up eight miles into the sky. You can't even see it anymore, and you've got to reel that string back in then, and you get string burns, and you get yes. <laughs> there's so many things with kites, and and then it lands in a tree limb, and now it always they, lands in a tree. Yeah, or I don't care how careful you are. A power line, line. Yeah. a tree, or a power line. You could be nowhere near a tree, but it'll go out far enough that it can find the tree and land it. It's kind of like my golf ball with sand traps. Yes. It finds them. It it knows where the trees are. So, yes, kites, um, pretty easy to get riled up about a kite because they're frustrating (laughs) toys. Probably the biggest thing for me is you
0: have to run. (laughs) That makes me angry. (laughs) Yeah. Why wouldn't it just go up on its own? Yeah. Or did you ever, when you were a kid, did you get the paper kite? The most worthless thing oh, in the yeah. world. We go to Ben Franklin. That's how old I am. Yeah. We go to Ben Franklin. They'd have those. Yeah. They had the, the plastic ones. A lot cheaper for the paper ones. Why don't we just get the paper ones? They,
2: they, <laughs> yeah. By the time they were two, them together. <laughs> yeah. It's <laughs> like, well, this one's a waste. Yeah. I hate this thing. I never understood either was box kites because they're real aerodynamic.
1: Those are, yeah. Those are weird. <laughs> never yeah. flown a box kite. Yeah. Uh,
2: I have, and that they, they worked, but it's like... Wow, we didn't have box kites. See, now that we're in the, you know, we're in modern ages... We would look I think at what I'll do now. kids with the box kites. <laughs> the kid with the box kites. <laughs> you listen <in> to box. <laughs> no. I think what I'll do now, see, I haven't tried it for a while. Although I did take Caden out, my grandson, uh, a couple... Was that last well, summer? Uh, it was a giant was two, kite.
1: Two years ago, Memorial Day. I remember that. And I was yeah. actually going to bring this up. And it was like we got it out, and it was actually great because uh, the weather was good for it. It was good. It was flying Windy. great. Caden did not even care. No, he could have
2: cared less. Yeah. Exactly. So I'm standing there flying this giant kite, and it's like now I get to reel the thing in when it's done. And <laughs> – Oh, man. Yeah. I think what I'm going to do now, though, like I was going to say, is we're, you know, new tech age and everything. I'm going to hook a drone to it and have the drone fly it up to full altitude and then let it release. And then the kite will be flying. I'll have to run. I'd just rather fly the drone.
0: Get rid of the kite. There's probably a kite app. I don't even have to do it. I just get it. Oh, look, I'm flying the kite. Oh, into the tree.
2: Yeah, it's still going the tree. All right. So that's my kite gripe. Ah. I'll give you one
0: long tail, a short tail, and two and a half Ben Franklin's. Wow. Huh. You get one box kite for
2: me. All right. Ooh. I wanted a box kite. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. I think that's it. Yeah. That's we'll move lot. on. Uh, I got to thinking about this from the Running with Scissors as a kid. Did you hear that? Is that is a
2: Weird Owl Al album. That is a Weird Owl Al
0: album. <laughs> of course. I knew it you is. would know that.
1: Of course it is. Because why not? <laughs> This what has not weird al impact oh, here? Uh, that's it. Now,
0: now you've done it. You mentioned weird al. <laughs> <triggered Ow>.
1: <laughs> the rest of the podcast is Mike's hatred towards weird al. What? This is my question about weird al. <laughs> Why is it that everything could always come back and be related to something about weird al? Because he's brilliant. and He talks <laughs> about so many topics. Is he brilliant, or has he just flooded the market with his whatever? Like he just talks about everything. Everything. Uh, let's and everything. compare what how many albums it? he has and how many albums you have. <laughs> Well, that's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying everything – oh, that's a Weird Al song or oh, that's a Weird Al album.
2: I call it Someday brilliant. we
1: need to dig into
0: what happened in your childhood. What happened in your past? Were you beaten with the Weird Al album or what? No, I just like good music. Did some guy that dressed like Weird Al like pick on you in school? No, I just have a good taste of music. Something happened though. I think there's a little more to it. We'll have to dig into that. In deeper someday.
2: story. We'll bring the sofa down. You can lay on the sofa.
0: Yes, there you go. <laughs> anyway, we digress. It started with I don't. his
2: mother's rejection <laughs> of his parakeet. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, not not the album, but like when you were a kid, did your mom ever tell you, don't run with those scissors, or P- point them down, walk, don't go up the stairs, be careful with the scissors, be careful with the scissors. So As a kid, you heard a lot of that. <clears throat> now, grew up in the 70s and, and 80s, um, so... Mike's a little younger, so he grew up a little later, so I don't know if that was still a big of a thing. I, Or with you, you're a little yeah. older, Craig, so...
2: Yeah, our scissors were wooden. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, they always said don't run oh, with scissors. Yeah, I mean, yeah.
0: it, like my mom stressed it a lot. If yeah. she, you were even like walking fast.
2: Yeah. Slow down. Yeah. Make sure those are pointed down. Even the blunt tip on the <laughs> kindergarten ones. The ones don't that run don't with cut. those. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> I couldn't cut a piece of paper with these. It's... <laughs> But when
0: I was a kid, I thought, man, what are, there must be like hundreds of people a year getting stabbed with scissors. This is terrible. <laughs> he grew up like, I've never heard of anyone being stabbed accidentally with scissors. Now, <laughs> somebody may, may jab scissors into your head or your chest or something if you make a bed. But, uh. But that's at the Super 8 Hotel. That's, yeah. that's where those <laughs> That's when I would go out to get the bucket of ice. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> so then I thought, what else as a kid were you warned about that really probably wasn't that dangerous so like getting abducted by a stranger in a van i was like don't go they're gonna you know i would thought too that people were constantly strangers were pulling up in vans and stuff like so, hey little boy you <laughs> want some candy it's like, yeah i never heard of that happening to any, i mean there there are cases of that yeah kids did get abducted but it wasn't on such a wide scale I don't. It was on such Half a wide scale. gone well, yeah. next year. Yeah. they even had, had after-school specials about oh, it, yeah. and um, there were, you know, sp- different strokes. Did one about <laughs> the, the the big guy from WKRP was like a child yeah. molester. <laughs> Got him into his office by showing him a bicycle. It's like this. Yeah, it, I thought, man, there are They're kidnappers yeah. and child molesters on every block. <laughs>
2: And every time you see a white van you're like, uh, "Oh yeah, uh,
0: Great <laughs> van. Look out." <laughs> but that was another one. Also, drug do don't do drugs, don't do and hey all you kiddies out there, don't don't do drugs. Stay in school. <laughs> <laughs> but no, seriously, you know, you heard a lot about kids getting into drugs and doing drugs. Now I did know kids that did drugs in high school. Oh yeah. But in high school, I was never offered drugs. <laughs> I, I never really came around them. Maybe it was just the people. I, I feel cheated, actually. <laughs> <laughs> but I thought it was going to be a much larger issue growing up, and especially when I got to high school. That oh man, gotta watch out. There's drug dealers in that high school everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> they're like everywhere. I was like, well, not really. <laughs> um. Also, in the 70s, they had. I remember. I think it was Weekly Reader. We had, but it was like <clears throat> an article or it might have been Time Magazine or something. But we I remember were talking the weekly about, readers.
2: Those were pretty good.
0: Talking about the, a new ice age. The climate was changing, and it was going to freeze over. We were all going to be frozen, and there was going to be a new ice age. And, of course, in the late 70s, we had three or four really bad winters where tons of snow. Oh, yeah. Even and in the a, early 80s. Yeah. And as a kid, I remember thinking... Oh crap! It's it is it's It's the new ice age. It's the new ice age. I thought, oh, maybe there'll be woolly mammoths or something. That'd be kind of (laughs) cool.
2: But Doug built an ark. I did. (laughs) Wrong, wrong weather. An igloo.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I wanted a penguin too. I thought that would be cool. I get a penguin as a pet. A walrus, maybe. Um, but then also, if you watch TV in the seventies and the eighties, I don't know so much later on. But a lot, I I remember there's. Four or five different shows where the people would get into trouble in quicksand. They'd be out and they'd fall into quicksand. Or yeah. a movie where there'd be quicksand, like The Princess Br- Bride. There was a lightning quicksand or lightning sand. And, yep. Um, there were some TV shows where people would step in quicksand. I was scared to death of quicksand. In fact, when I was a, a little kid, for a while, we lived across from a lake and we'd, we'd go over there and play and stuff. And one time I was over there playing with friends and I stepped down into some mud. And of course, you know, your leg sinks down. And it's hard to get your leg back up because it's really muddy. I, in my mind, thought I was in quicksand. (laughs) I I had that before. I freaked out. I pulled my leg up, finally got it out. My shoe went on. I ran home crying. Quicksand. Somebody (laughs) help me. (laughs) So, yeah, I thought I was going to be swallowed up by quicksand as a kid. Uh,
2: Never happened. Nope, didn't happen. But it
0: did scare me. But you guys have anything else as far as the, the fake things? I got a couple of things here that things we should have worried about that no one seemed to care about.
2: <laughs> well, but, yeah, I, I I got a couple for that. I think I can't. I couldn't really think of any other ones that were fake ones that you know. I I agree with all those because they were definitely ones when when I was a kid. You, Mike, did your mom or
0: dad or adults ever warn you like, don't do this or don't don't eat pop rocks and drink soda, <laughs> you'll die like Mikey. No,
1: <laughs> that was. One of the things I, like as a kid, it wasn't from, it was more of like a, a kid thing, I guess. Not so much from the parents, but all my other kids there for a while had me, uh, like in my classes, they had me convinced that if I stepped on a crack, I would break my mother's back. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought that was a real thing. So for a while, I was like super paranoid about wondering where I Wonder why you watch. wouldn't step on cracks. <laughs> <laughs> but like it took, mistake. it took me like one, I, it took me so much courage one time. We were at, like, the grocery store. My mom was pushing the cart. I was like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to see what happens. <laughs> I stepped on the crack. She didn't, she didn't notice. And I felt cheated. Ah! <laughs> yeah. I—that That is where I felt cheated. Yeah. But, yeah, that was my big thing. I, I wanted guess. my mom's back to break and nothing <laughs> happened. But, yeah, so they warn you about all
0: that stuff. Yet, you know, they take you to the playground where at the playground – they have the slide death traps. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and they just turn you loose. Like go to the yeah. playground, run around, act crazy. First, they have the slide. Who I don't know who engineered this thing, but <laughs> they and most of the time, most of the playgrounds I went to, you know, they have big open fields. There are trees. We never built the slide by the tree. We went it out in the middle <laughs> of the slide. Oh yeah, where it's eight hundred it, degrees. Yes. And- so the slide is like you said, 800 degrees. I need to get skin graft on the back of my legs when I go down. And then a lot of the slides, by the time you get to the bottom, I'm hurled off of it at 30 miles an hour into the, pea gravel that they put down there that's embedded in my knee. And now for the next 45 minutes, I'm picking that out, crying. There's blood all over me. Well, it's either that
2: or you get stuck halfway down because it's its not slick. Yeah. And now you're sitting there roasting on the slide because you can't go anywhere. And it's just
0: its just your butt and your, your tennis shoes. And then you're like trying to scoot your way down like an angel.
2: Yeah. As your skin's <laughs> singeing off your legs. Yeah. Or the merry-go-round.
0: You yeah, know, I know we've talked about now. Which way one back, is that
2: for you? What is
0: the merry-go-round? The merry-go-round is the one. It's a, it's a circle and it's got the little pipe arms that you you can get on. And is it, it a metal, like, it metal like, base? Yeah, yeah, and it looks like high yeah. yeah. sections um, <clears throat> are painted on it, so you can yeah. get on. You could get into the center, and that was the best place to be if you could make it. So, so you straight. can yeah, hold on. But that was the
1: thing. You had to. You had to get there. Yeah.
0: yeah. So you know, yeah, go play on that. We'll swing it around, and you'll get swung <laughs> off of it. And that way, not only will you hit the pea gravel, but it, it rolls you, so you get yeah. it all over. You get a nice pea gravel coating on you.
2: And you really don't want to be the kid pushing either, because those kids sometimes would fall, and now kids' feet are hitting them. And Now, what we would do is we would all get around
0: the merry-go-round, Jump on. and then we would all start pushing it. Like, you grab... You grab the handles and you start going, and you get the merry-go-round going fast, and then you see who can jump on after it's going. Yeah. I mean, and it's fine. yeah, because those metal yeah. things all hurt stu- when they hit you. Which is yeah. Stupid, yeah, because you're you're jumping on there and it's slinging off, and then that that kid gets slung off. He takes out two other kids.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah. We weren't real smart. No, we I had weren't a kid- scared of a lot, but we weren't real smart. <laughs> yeah, I had uh, somebody get sick and throw up after that because they would always give us recess right after lunch. Yep. So. Naturally, yeah, that's a good time. Get that full of food. Yeah, yeah. So naturally, you know, spew, go to that. Yeah, go spew to the, on it. Uh, yeah. yeah, that one. That was nasty. I, I remember that. I always
2: well, hated the half tire that was buried in the ground. So, And you'd crawl up in there. And now, if you're claustrophobic, you realize you've done something stupid because you, you feel like you're stuck in there then because the treads don't give. I never give understood the point of that. No,
1: what was the point of that
2: one? For spiders and stuff to get up in there and kill you while you. <laughs> I
1: think you could climb on it. Well, I
2: don't know. But, but as kids, yeah. you're out. You're, you're gonna climb in it, yeah. you know. No, then, I agree. And you're stuck. Yep.
0: We had one at our school that was a big uh like a big tire from a, a tractor. That's kinda what I was thinking. Not yeah, a tractor, but like the uh
2: large truck
0: Yeah, the ones that, that uh oh it'll spread the chemicals and stuff so like that. The three wheeled big yeah. big ones where the tires like three foot wide. They had one oh, of those half yeah. built. So you could get like two or three kids in there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or or the monkey bars. Like, hey, here's a bunch of scaffolding parts. Let's just screw them all together and let the kids play on it. Yeah, you would never do that if if they went down the street and your mom saw you climbing on that, she would have spanked you. But here, we'll take you to the park, knock yourself yeah, out, go jump
2: on that. And some of those
0: were really high, you climb up in there. And it seemed like once a school year, some kid would fall, break. He's got his arm in a cast. Fell off the monkey bars or missing teeth.
2: Yeah playgrounds i think we've talked about them a little before we did They're, but yeah man dangerous
0: they yeah. are dangerous but they were fun yep um then after that we're gonna throw you in a car and go home but you can just stand up in the back seat
2: yeah i had seatbelts <laughs> yeah. down watch out you know, don't run with scissors watch out for strangers giving you candy but run all over the back seat we yeah. don't
0: care about seatbelts you're just
2: standing in the front seat between your mom and dad <laughs> no
0: in fact i even have an old ad um i'll put out there but it's from way back. Are you going
2: to show it on the microphone? Yeah. Uh,
0: see? It's right there. But uh no, it's a harness that you could buy. And it, it was, I think, from the sixties. It was like five bucks, and you could harness the kid into the back, but it said it was tethered. It says gives him room to still run and play, yet yeah, it won't yeah, so basically it just keeps you from being catapulted out of the car. But
1: inside the car, you're gonna be you're like a tetherball
0: or a yeah. paddle ball. Ba, 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 yeah, you
1: still got enough room so you can, you know, smack into everything in, yeah. in the car.
2: You're pinging but. off of every door. <laughs> yeah. and, and that was great too that. if your dad was a smoker, you were in the cloud of smoke oh, while yeah. you were doing all of that, you know. <laughs> oh, it's good that way. <laughs> Take a good deep breath. <laughs> yeah. I think we had a car seat for the for the baby like for when Tracy was little that all it was was the seat and then two metal hooks that hung over the back of the seat <laughs> so and usually you put in the front in the middle between the parents and then he would sit uh. there and so you stop quick and the thing goes out and comes back yeah it's like a swing in the seat <laughs> yeah Wee, do it again, Daddy. <laughs> yeah well i thought of i thought of something else from the 60s and 70s that was very popular um for safety and uh, you know now, if you did this, and if you go around town, you can still see them once in a while, and that is the yellow hand in the window of a house. Have you ever seen those? It's a black sticker with a yellow hand on it. They called them helping hands. and For fire department? <clears throat> well, they were for safety. So like as a kid, if Stranger Danger came up in the van, oh, I didn't you go find that. the house that's got the helping hand, you could run to it. Oh, so I didn't know that. The people would put the black stickers in their windows to say hey we're helping hand out i'm
0: sure no pedophiles went and
2: got that <laughs> stuck in their windows <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: Sure. come on in kids i'm a helping hand
1: <laughs> they hired the guy down the street to go do the vans yeah. send the kids over their way so i was thinking yeah. about those yeah. and I,
2: there's actually there's one in greenwood i think down here it's still got the black and yellow helping hand on their window i have not seen it was no. adhesive you just like a window cling you stick it in there and that's where the kids knew where to run to one danger to another <laughs> With your scissors, <laughs> help me. I think you'd be better off just staying on the playground, probably, because the old guy in the van is not going to want to get on any of that equipment. No, odds are he can't. He's probably overweight, smoking, you know, three packs of cigarettes. Yeah. So unless
0: he can lure you in with the candy, you're going to be okay. Yeah. And if he had Reese's, then I might have been in trouble. <laughs>
2: yeah. See, they didn't have holiday ones no, back well, then. Well, it wouldn't have mattered. Just the yeah, Reese's Peanut Butter cup. cup. Yeah.
0: I would have been all in. Uh, I'll be right know. there. Do what you want, we'll I guess. will see everyone
2: later. <laughs> I hope. And Mike just choked on his water. <laughs> and then I think oh.
0: probably the most dangerous thing for you as a child was your siblings. Oh, yeah. <laughs> your parents yeah. would leave you home alone and... It was like Lord of the Flies. <laughs> now, I did have a brother. Now, we he's a younger brother. I mean, I, I tormented him, but he gave as good as he got. I mean, yeah. Um, so, yeah. I had we three would, brothers, and it, yeah. I don't know. Did you and your brother get along? Did you fight? For the most part. But, yeah, I mean, things got heated every once in a oh, while. Oh, yeah. We but. got heated a lot. We'd get into big <laughs> fights, and, 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 I, and I would do things just to irritate him. Like, if I play. Uh, Board games, like I'd play Sorry. Yeah, I didn't really play to win. I would play just to screw him up. <laughs> I'd be ready to go into the safe zone. I would get an eleven. I'd switch with even. That's stupid. You're, you you can win. I was like, Nah. It says I can either move or I can switch with any player that I want to, yeah. and I want to switch with you. <laughs> he would just he would win, and he'd still be furious at me. Just feels like you won, but you're just a jerk. You don't care.
2: I'm like, so. <laughs> Or did you ever play Uno? Oh, oh look, yeah. draw four. Oh, look, yeah. another draw four. Oh, draw two. Yep. Oh, another draw two. Yep. Oh, reverse. Yep. <laughs> yep.
0: Combat Uno or whatever. That's what we call it, where you can just keep playing cards as you got them. And we had like two and a half Uno decks that we cobbled together over the years. So you had a giant stack of them. Yeah, you, could, you could get like a draw 16 out of draw twos. It was, it was brutal. It was <laughs> yeah. very brutal.
2: I thought of something more like more more recent with with kids and stuff, and I don't know how you know would be like on, I you were online say with your brothers. On, well, like online,
0: <laughs> like I'll take his Wednesday pills and I'll put them in his Thursday caddy.
2: <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I had to go buy their house and do that. <laughs> well. But online dating or online predators, um, you know, I think kids get introduced to the internet. It's, oh yeah, go enjoy the internet, and it's like. But stay clear of this stuff, and then it's like it turns later. Oh, I I married, I found my mate on on the internet, you know, and they got married. So there's probably some you know tech tech things that I are, think you say like some
0: crossover. I'm oh. like, what?
2: You married a predator? <laughs> well, I don't think so.
0: <laughs> so, so that out. might be a current, you
2: know, a more current thing. <laughs> she really liked candy. candy. <laughs> I did get accused of that when I met Lori because she was quite a bit younger than me. So I'd go in. I worked in an auto detailing shop, and I would go in, and then all the guys would be like, "Hey, you want a bag of candy for your girlfriend?" Oh, <laughs> 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 oh.
0: yeah. It's like, so. no, but I got to go now because I'm the uh, playground monitor for her <laughs> class. <laughs>
2: <laughs> got to pick her up off the playground.
0: <laughs> the good thing was, if she got bad marks, you could sign her report card. <laughs> so that was kind of cool. <laughs>
2: oh, so what right. else you got?
0: That was it for for me. Just kind of a trip down memory lane there. Yep. Did you guys have anything else to add? Nope.
2: No I think well. I'm good.
0: How are we doing on time? Good. Yeah. Okay, well, now, like I said, we've got some cleanup. A few of these stories have been piling up on us the last couple weeks, so I'm going to try to clear them out here. Um, Got an update. Last week we had a crazy law about Bigfoot, how in Washington County it was a felony if you killed a Bigfoot. And kind of a companion story to that I saw um, right after we did last week's podcast. I saw this. I was like, oh, I got to talk about this. In Oklahoma, a lawmaker proposes a bill that would call for the creation of a Bigfoot hunting season. <laughs> so we can go down there uh and, and do a little hunting. It says a lot of people don't believe in Bigfoot, but a lot of people do. So he suggests creating a hunting season for the, the creature and it could help draw tourists in. <laughs> so so we can go to Oklahoma. I think that's a podcast trip. Actually,
2: we can oh, go yeah, down let's there. Go.
0: So it got me thinking: you know, Are there limits? You get one bigfoot one big a season. Shot. Yeah,
2: one a season. Is it bow season or? Well,
0: I, that's a good question because I had that down. Is it rifle shot? They have multiple seasons. Um, and where do you take them to get them processed? I don't know. And it's for the limits? Is it like size and weight limit? So a little well, that's big foot. A, that's a little bigfoot. <laughs> <laughs> Some guy shots and goes, "I don't think that's a bigfoot. Yeah, it's a baby bigfoot. I think that's a hairy man. No." <laughs> Well, he was driving his Prius when you <laughs> shot him.
2: <laughs> it's a Bigfoot, okay, okay, Bill. Whatever. Yeah, my my friend Dan that I was talking about with the dinosaurs, he's got a uh, a Bigfoot sticker on his Jeep. <laughs> okay, he's a he's a Bigfoot uh, enthusi- enthusiast. Ooh. Enthusiast, yes. And do
0: what do you He reads use? the magazine monthly.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Bigfoot
0: monthly. Bigfoot monthly. Look at the
2: centerfold.
0: <laughs> or has he just got a fetish for women with big feet?
2: <laughs> well, that I don't know. He's not here to defend himself, so I won't no, say.
0: No, <laughs> so we're going to skewer him. Uh, and do they use bait? You know, you know how they have the fake, deer. You know they put out like a fake female Bigfoot <laughs> with a dress? Woo! Ooh, look at there! Big, big man, big foot comes out there.
1: Yeah, bang!
0: Oh, we got him.
1: Or some, uh, what is it, jerky? Jerky, jerky. Yes. Yeah, uh,
0: yeah. Yeah, you can get you a Bigfoot with the jerky.
1: Yeah, although he fights back in those jerky. Yeah, he does. So, yeah, gotta keep your head on a swivel there if you're oh, going bigfoot on. That's a definite.
2: <laughs> so I was terrified of bigfoot when I was a kid, though. You know why? Was because there was some, there was a couple of movies that came out about him, and <clears throat> I saw him on TV. And it's like I can remember, and maybe this is part of my bathroom phobia. I, you'd go to the our restroom at our house in Alabama. And for those of
0: you that don't know,
2: because if
0: you haven't listened, Greg doesn't like for people to hear him go to the bathroom. I don't mean like he's farting or something. Just like even if he's one of the bath, just peeing, he doesn't want to hear the the water. He wants right. it to be perfectly silent. It's, so,
2: which is very a, difficult.
0: I wanted to give a little background there,
2: but I, I but. Yeah, when I'd, I'd watch these Bigfoot movies, go in the restroom, and our toilet was right next to a window. So when you're sitting there on the toilet, and one of the scenes in one of these movies was Bigfoot's hand coming through the window and grabbing a guy while he was on the toilet. And it was like, terrifying. <laughs> Not a, a way to terrifying. go. That,
0: that's a bad way to go right there. Because <laughs> I was
2: seven-ish. Yeah, Bigfoot yeah. was a big deal. Well,
0: this is kind of getting back. I remember the Loch Ness Monster. Yeah. Monster? Monster. Monster. <laughs> the, the Loch Ness Monster was a TV show. No. No, the Loch Ness Monster, that was a big, big deal in the 70s. Yeah. I remember Aliens. We're going to talk about that. But aliens were huge in the 70s. You see yeah. all, you know, people would always say, oh, he came down. And, but yeah, so Bigfoot and Aliens and Loch Ness Monster. Yeah. There all were that. a lot of
2: movies about those sorts of there things, was. too. I, eh, there was.
0: There was. Yeah.
2: Close Encounters was one of my I'm sure they had had no, Alien
0: movies, which I love. No bearing on people thinking they were out there. So. No. <laughs> of course, I remember the famous picture the picture of yeah. Bigfoot where he's walking. The, the oh, film, yeah. The film, like the, yeah. Zabru, the, the Zabruder, ah, I can't even think of the same name, the 35-millimeter the oh, film yeah. Yeah. where he turns his head. I remember seeing that as a kid, and it scared me. I'm like, oh, he looked right at you. <laughs> Freaked me out. So anyway, we can go to probably Oklahoma. probably dream tonight now. <laughs> probably will. <laughs> we can go down to Oklahoma and do a little Bigfoot hunting. I've already applied for my license. All right. <laughs> Does it say is there a limit or can we just bag as many as we can get? I
1: think it's open season. Yeah, it's open season. As yeah. yeah. many oh, as you can
0: right. get. All right. Well, I'm going to go. We're going to Australia next. Yeah, mate. There is a, a story. And I haven't seen an update yet uh, about this. So this this may it may already be too late. I don't know. But there's uh, Joe the Pigeon is facing the death penalty in Australia. Poor Joe. It is poor Joe. They say he's a biosecurity risk. And you read the story. They found him in Melbourne in a backyard on December 26. And it says, this was interesting. He was a racing pigeon, which I guess that's a thing. They, they spend a lot of money on. Pins. Oh, yeah. I don't know where they race them or who is racing them. I don't know how you get the little helmets to stay on or <laughs>
2: anything like that. But I wonder if that stems from the carrier pigeons back when they used to carry the I mail. Probably.
0: Or- yeah. But it says here that the band suggests that the bird was from the uh, Oregon. And he flew all the way from Oregon to Melbourne. How would you like to be that pigeon? You make it. You land like, oh, I made it. Catch him. and <laughs> We're
1: going to put you to death.
0: You've got to be kidding me. Really? Yeah. I flew 8,000
1: 8, miles. And you're going to kill me. The most ironic thing to me about this is, in Australia, the number of things that could kill you is right. immense. <laughs> I'm just imagining whoever found this Joe the pigeon, you know, chilling in their backyard. Oh my God, it's a pigeon! I, they, they call,
0: call the pigeons, federal government. Don't they? Uh, there are pigeons I would everywhere? Think so. Yeah. Well, um, how do you keep other <laughs> pigeons from flying into Australia? I, I don't know. Well, they said well, birds happen- aren't
2: real, so I don't know oh, what yeah, you're talking true. about.
0: It was probably a jet pigeon. <laughs> <laughs> That's how he made it drone, all the way there. But they in there. said what gave him away is he did have this band that identified him as a racing pigeon, and so they looked it up, and it showed that he's from Oregon, and that's when
1: they decided that we need to kill him. Uh, says because uh, that's the most logical. <laughs> that's the most logical thing to do, right? Yeah, we'll just kill him. <laughs> but it says here, Deion Roberts, sports development
0: management for the Oklahoma-based American Racing Pigeon Union, said Friday. <laughs>
2: That's right I, up there with that uh, <laughs> nomenclature science division. Yes.
0: We're hoping to get that union's backing, actually. <laughs> he said Friday that the band was fake, that it was a fake racing band on the pigeon. What, did somebody in Australia put well, one on Well Why would them? you put a fake band on it that would identify it that it's from Oregon? What is the point of that? So the band number belongs to a blue bar pigeon in the United States, which is not the bird pictured. And uh, he said the the... Bird banned in Australia is counterfeit and not traceable. They do not need to kill that bird. <laughs> and he's very upset
2: about it. And the it. fact that this guy knows all about this is.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. So it's. But following an investigation, the department concluded that Joe is highly likely to be uh, Australian and doesn't present a bio risk. So I already did that. But like this it says so the acting prime minister, Michael McCormick, He's acting like one? Well, he's or? the acting pro- Australian Prime Minister. Michael McCormick had earlier said there would be no mercy if the pigeon was from the United States.
2: I like that. No mercy. <laughs> no mercy. This is a quote. Well, it's a like Portland pigeon. If pigeons, Joe is, is coming probably away. By protesting.
0: <laughs> Here he goes. The quote. This is a quote from the acting Prime Minister. If Joe is coming away that has not met our strict biosecurity measures, then bad luck, Joe. Either was fly home or face the consequences. <laughs> like man they got him in a holding cell right now somewhere like the, probably chained to the wall it sounds like he's got guards stationed
2: out <laughs> like the pigeon has a clue what's going on
0: other true australian birds are slapping him around yeah yeah, think you're that was uh, irish i don't know what i'm doing crikey I right, mate you're not australian <laughs> <laughs> you bloke
2: oh, yeah. That,
0: yeah so i don't crikey. know so poor joe the pigeon I haven't seen if what they they put him to death or not, but it's like he needs to fly home, or or, but they're not letting him go. Like, I, <laughs> Does he at least get a trial? How about you turn me loose? I will fly home. Yeah, I I'll think fly he somewhere. should go He's, before
1: a jury of his peers. Yes, he should at least be entitled to a trial. A bunch you of would, like talking birds. <laughs> you <laughs> would <laughs> think so. What guilty? <laughs> <laughs> Mind a bird. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So poor Joe, the Australian uh, or the, the U.S. pigeon that's
1: caught in Australia.
0: We'll, uh, we'll try to find an update for this.
1: Well, if he's executed, they have to retaliate. We have to retaliate. The next time an Australian pigeon or any, or any animal
0: from yeah. Australia, for yeah. that matter. Yeah. We need to mob a, up and get that whatever's
2: coming over here. Could be a <laughs> kangaroo. There were some kangaroos floating around here not long ago. Yeah,
0: there was. A yeah. uh, kangaroo had gotten loose somewhere and was yeah. jumping around. We should hold yeah. him
2: hostage for the bird. We should.
0: <laughs> He could be a U.S. kangaroo. What if he was born here? See, that's what we got to find out. Yeah. But then we won't show him any mercy. <laughs> we're going to take a page from the Australian Prime Minister. There will be no mercy. <laughs> Drew a line in the sand. Okay, well, we're going to talk a little bit about Kesha. She has a new hobby, and she picked it up from uh, Demi Lovato. Domo Arigato. No, that's, Demi. that's something different. But apparently Demi... ...likes to meditate to try to communicate with aliens. And so Kesha has picked that up, too, because she would also like to communicate with aliens. And she's actually got her whole family, or she's tried to talk them into, all of them getting together and meditating to see if they can uh, channel extraterrestrials. My first question is, how do they know that's even how extraterrestrials (laughs) communicate, is by meditating? (laughs)
2: Well, maybe one touched base with her, you know. Uh, Thought about yeah. it, contacted, you know. And
0: first, second, if they go, why would any extraterrestrial or alien want to come to this planet? <laughs> and they always, whenever they portray an alien, they always like, oh, they're a higher, higher being. They oh, they've they've got so much wisdom. If they were so smart, they, they, they like definitely would not land on this planet. <laughs> if they were picking up our radio signals, this podcast. <laughs> Our television would be like, yeah, that's there's no hope. Maybe there's we're need, moving maybe on. We just need gas. We're going on to Venus or Neptune <clears throat> or wherever we're heading next. <laughs> we're not coming here. So yeah, she's she's going to uh, going to try to contact extraterrestrials in her spare time.
2: Yeah, she told her family, all I want for Christmas is for us to all meditate and try to channel extraterrestrials, and they're all they're like, okay.
0: <laughs> Is that, that the
2: quote that was the quote, oh, they're, yeah. they're and like, they're like, okay, wow. yeah, that's in quotes,
0: yeah. They're like, okay, well, it's probably like, okay, gotcha, <laughs> sure, okay. We'll we'll get right on that. <laughs> hey, so yeah, nice. yeah, I'm doing it right now. I'm meditating right now and trying to
1: contact them. Some top notch journalism right there, yeah. but Greg they said I mean, you
0: need to clean up your act.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was just wondering, Greg. Actually, do you have any tips for them? On a, uh, I don't
2: have any tips. I mean, no, I, okay. I've shared on this podcast, my <clears throat> mine and my wife's, uh, we saw a UFO because it was unidentified and it was flying. So now, was it anything extraterrestrial? Were you
0: just late taking her home and that's what you told her <laughs> parents? We saw
2: a UFO. We were, <laughs> we were uh, what's the word? Probe? We were, uh, no. Uh, <laughs> No, <laughs> we don't want to go say that. <laughs> no. no, we were. Uh, what's the word when they pick you up? Uh, abducted. Abducted. Okay. Yes. Like, man, I could not think of the probed. word. Yes, <laughs> and it, then probe. Get, get in order. order. You never you're not,
0: get probed outside of the <laughs> spaceship. You never get probed first. Never. You
2: got to be abducted before you you're can
0: probed. tell. Me he's a <laughs> alien virgin. <laughs> There's no probing done outside the ship
1: matter with you could you find you didn't make it to one of the houses well the time, if you I are guess.
0: probed outside the ship that's not a real alien
2: something
1: else is going on all right <laughs> look for a white van yes, yes.
2: Mike was abducted yeah. by a white van
0: an alien and a white van came up and he took me in the back and probed me like mike mike that that wasn't an alien uh, i don't know how to tell you this but i think something else happened <laughs>
2: Oh, oh my goodness. Alright. I like that uh, Demi Lovato went to Joshua Tree, California to meet with uh, Dr. Stephen Greer, one of the world's foremost authority figures regarding extraterrestrial intelligence. How is he? Has he met him? <laughs> <laughs> Again, why are they always, until- you know, there's some stupid
0: aliens that are out there. Why are they always, until- why are they like, damn, I'm coming in on here. <laughs> you know, they're, they're flying in in a piece of crap spaceship. It's got smoke coming out the back, back bang, bang. The equivalent of a 94 Toyota Camry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. crashed uh, my head. The other one gets out. I told you this wasn't Venus. <laughs> He's like, you should be yelling at me.
2: She said, what? Get me some more grog. <clears throat> She said, what happened? We saw this really, really bright light. First of all, this blue orb kept floating in front of us like 20 or 30 feet away. And my phone just changed. Hold on a second. Yes. Um, Well, this was after all the She said, holding her phone up to the screen to show the luminous orb they saw. When I would try to walk up to it, it would just hop another 20 to 30 feet (laughs) back. So I could never chase it or get to it. But I was trying. Okay. End quote. There you go. Well, I don't know, everybody. If, if you have contacted
0: aliens, we would like to know. I love that too. If, we if you've been probed, we'd like to know. <laughs> By an alien. By an alien, yeah. <laughs> Let me specify that.
2: This is if we were to get 1% of the population to meditate and make contact, we would force our government to acknowledge the truth about extraterrestrial life among us and change our destructive habits, destroying our planet.
1: How does that get the? Yeah, because to do yeah, that makes a lot of sense.
2: yes yeah. Well, the aliens will take care of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. They'll go contact Bigfoot, bring him over. You know, they'll hang out. Oh my party. gosh!
0: All right. Oh well, I've gosh. got a story that kind of ties in with some. It's got science, uh, scientists, got uh, dinosaurs, dinosaurs, yeah, and buttholes. <laughs> <laughs> it's got something for everybody. Probing, <laughs> you know, there yeah, probably was some probing. I don't know. <laughs> But uh, this was in uh, Science Alert. So, scientists have described a dinosaur's butt tail in exquisite detail. Exquisite. Now, I don't know if I would ever use exquisite and butthole together <laughs> in the same sentence. That's me. I just would not. <laughs> but it says here there was a dog sized dinosaur, and I'm going to butcher the name. So, it's like Cytocorus. Brontosaurus? Oh. No, sittachorus. <laughs> was living out its days on Earth. It was probably concerned with mating, eating, and not being killed by other dinosaurs. So like any other dinosaur. (laughs) Or any other species (laughs) of anything. It would never even cross its mind that 120 million or so years later, scientists would be peering up its clacker. (laughs) (laughs) I love the... However, that's precisely (laughs) what they've done. So they found a a fossil of this dinosaur with a a little bit of... They call it the cloaca. Cloaca? C-L-O-A-C-A. I'm probably butchering that too. And they said what it is, it's a catch-all hole. It moves for peeing, pooping, mating, and laying eggs. Man. The scientists I here- know some
2: catch-all holes.
0: <laughs> yeah, I do too. The scientists here though, I like this. They call it the Swiss Army knife of buttholes. <laughs> it's commonly known as- Did it have a little symbol? <laughs> might have. <laughs> oh. Throughout the animal kingdom today, all birds, amphibians, reptiles, and even a few mammals possess a cloaca. That sounds like something that your siblings would have called you, doesn't it? You're the Swiss Army type ho- of buttholes. <laughs> oh, so anyway, he goes on. This, this article is very detailed, and it, it's talking about – basically, though, they just found this – again, a fossilized outline of a dinosaur with a little spot of what could be that clo- cloaca – clack cloaca
2: it's probably just mud
0: <laughs> but they have went through and they've started to talk about all of the ways that it could have been used and how was it used in mating rituals with the dinosaur it's like are right, you found one picture <laughs> so but uh yeah it's uh it it's, it's very, uh, they're very excited about it. And this guy sounds like he, they've dedicated their whole life to this. Probably, Probably like has. Married to this guy.
2: <laughs> Probably has.
0: How's your day today, honey? Oh, don't even get me started.
2: <laughs> this butt, you would not believe it. Is it is the
0: Swiss Army knife of buttholes. <laughs> <laughs> I thought your boss left. No, no, the real dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, they get into, uh, I mean, it, in-depth detail about it it's v-shaped openings and slit shapes and i mean they did yeah it's uh
2: it's very in-depth i think someday it's gonna be like the aliens i think we're gonna find out that these guys did not put these bones together right and the dinosaurs <laughs> don't look anything That's like what they are they're you know portraying them to look like yeah.
0: <laughs> that is very possible
2: that looks like an alien. <laughs> yeah. so,
0: but anyway, he is super excited that he has found the uh, Swiss Army knife of buttholes.
2: He so, wrote a book about it.
0: <laughs> I'm sure. That, well, that was about a book. I, I did not read the whole article. I read about half, and I was like, "I'm bored. I can't. I gotta get out of here." The the headline was way more interesting than the rest of the article. <laughs> and our final episode. And now everybody's extremely happy about this. That we are done after this one. <laughs> this is actually going to uh, tie in with next week's episode kinda well, well it's it's uh next week is our our big Valentine's Day podcast because you know we are nothing if not helpless r- romantics. <laughs> this story here is coming out of Malawi and uh, it says here man thirty five dies from extreme orgasm. After passing out as he romped with the sex worker. Did not know that was possible. <laughs> I didn't either. And we've talked about, you know, some serious things here where you, people could could die. I got to tell you, if you got to go, I guess, that's <laughs> – I can think of much worse ways. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it says that uh, <clears throat> the 35-year-old named in the police report, and I'm not even going to try to pronounce his name, lost consciousness – after having sex with a woman in the trading district of Falambi, Malawi. He died shortly after doing the deed, and a post-mortem has officially determined the cause of death as an excessive orgasm. So that the cause of death is, on the death certificate is an excessive orgasm.
2: I don't even know what that... <laughs> <laughs> Isn't like a... A
0: garden hose that gets away from you, or I don't know. I don't I'm trying to picture see, in my mind what
1: that is. I can see this being a problem for the Dutch cartoon character guy. <laughs> yeah, I could see this being a real thing for him. But also that sex worker. Well, he'd have to start having the the orgasm about three hours before. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. By that point, it take a while. Yeah. By that for point. For those who don't know, there's a, the yeah. the Dutch cartoon with a Dillerman uh, or whatever. Yeah, his name he's was. got a like a twenty foot long schlong. So <laughs> sorry. Go ahead. No, I was I was also going to say the sex worker must be really good at her job. If she can literally kill, kill (laughs) kill her, kill the guy, you know, uh, says
0: the working woman decided to report the death to police after meeting with her (laughs) colleagues. It's like,
1: well, what are you going to do? I guess I will. (laughs)
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, So maybe I should. (laughs) It's uh, again, the Porsche modem report, Porsche mort, Porsche post mortem report (laughs) (laughs) listed the cause of death due to excessive (laughs) orgasm. Uh, says cops confirmed the woman's story. And said that she they're, – they're not going to – said no charges will be made. Like, really? Well, good, because I don't think she really did anything. <laughs> <laughs> but thanks for not charging him. <laughs> I like this here. It says, according to the local newspaper, the Nyasa Times, the man – and in quotes it says, died of too much sexual excitement and sweetness.
2: <laughs> sweetness? <laughs> Maybe she ate him a Reese's oh, tree while – too much
0: I'm- sweetness.
2: <laughs> Here's your Reese's peanut butter cup. <laughs>
0: So, yeah, I, I mean, if you go if you're in the, if you're that woman, this could drum up some business or it could scare it away. I, it could yeah. go either way there. Yeah. I don't know. Somebody's like, "How about 50 bucks?" Yeah, I'm good. How good? I mean, I killed a man. <laughs> you shot him? No. I just had sex with him. it was
2: so good, it. Killed him. You think that's on a rate chart? <laughs> <laughs> this is $10. Yeah. This is 30. You want the extreme? It's a one-time deal. Yeah, no it's a refund one and done. <laughs> Literally.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but hang on, everybody. I don't want you getting too nervous here because they do at the end put in some more information. So, uh, again, we just like to par- parse out information to help people. <laughs> it says, meanwhile, a study has suggested that having sex at least once a week actually halves the risk of early death.
1: Resources- Unfortunately,
0: not in this case. But- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Researchers have found regular romps are linked to lower odds of dying from cancer, heart disease, and other illnesses. They say a workout between the sheets is equivalent to moderate intensity exercise. <laughs> I like this moderate. I'm not giving you much, like, eh, it's worth
2: moderate exercise. <laughs> or you could go flag height. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they say a workout between the sheets is equivalent to moderate intensity exercise and has similar health benefits. Now, if you're out between the sheets is equivalent to flying a kite, you may want to talk to somebody about that. It should be a little more exciting than that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's well, a my the exercise. That's my the opinion. Running, the running. Or
0: I feel sorry for your wife. The moderate
2: exercise of running.
0: Oh, of the running. Yes. the when running. You said flying a kite. No. I picture the guy just standing you, there looking up the kite. Like, no, the running. That's, that's your equivalent of, of a romantic <laughs> no. interlude? <laughs> no,
2: the running. <laughs> so
0: there you go. So you want to go back to her
2: chart again? <laughs> you, Uh-oh. you want, you know, you go in these restaurants and they say if you can polish off the, you know, three pound burger in thirty minutes, <clears throat> you. Win I'm scared because I don't know where you're going. Well, with Well, go so ahead. maybe her chart had, you know, this is five dollars. This is or the big extreme oh, If you can do this and stay alive, you win. It's free. <laughs> yeah.
0: No one has ever the challenge that one. chart the challenge. <laughs> You lost the challenge. Yes, he lost. So there you go, everybody. So be careful out there.
1: Yes. It's very dangerous. (laughs) (laughs) Who would have thunk? That's the real takeaway from today's episode. Yes, it can be very dangerous. My
2: takeaway is I've discovered I don't have enough hobbies. I need some hobbies (laughs) like Bigfoot hunting, kite flying, Brontosaurus naming. Um, I'm not sure about that last one, but...
0: (laughs) My well, takeaway is I need to get more healthy apparently. <laughs> <laughs> it's science, babe. I I can't help it. I don't want uh, to have this much sex. The doctor says I should. And I do have a prescription.
2: Doug <laughs> that t-shirt says extreme O on it. Yeah, no.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think I would do that one. So, I think that wraps it up. You guys got anything? Nope. I'm good. All right, so make sure to tune in next week as well as we have our extreme sweetness Valentine Day episode. Uh, we're going to impart some, some wisdom, and we're going to talk all things Valentine's. I think we even said we may look into discussing the love languages or the love bank. We kind of talked about that a little bit. Yeah, so uh, tune in and find out what the love bank is. My love bank is out of business, I found. <laughs> the branch closed
2: when I went to use it. Oh, no. Mine's just a drive up ATM. <laughs> oh, this is
0: insufficient funds. <laughs> I'm overdrawn. <laughs> so, Someone right, hacked my account. <laughs> we're, we're taking all of our material for next week. <laughs> so tune in next week. Until then, enjoy the first week of February. And we hope that you're listening in seven days. See ya. See you later. Well, that wraps up another episode. Thanks for listening. Please be sure to subscribe. And you can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter.